Hello everybody, um, it's been a while, I think it's about a year, um, and I'm recording now with a new phone, I have a Huawei Mate 10 Pro, before I had an iPhone 6, that sucks, so I have a new one, uh, I hope the sound quality is still okay. Uh, today I want to talk about dogs, my favorite topic, since I have uh, now five dogs, I had six dogs, but or we had six dogs, but um, unfortunately we had to put our oldest dog, Pixie, to sleep. She was uh, proudly 17 years old and we got her actually when we lived in Germany. She came from Tenerife, an island in Spain. She was a street dog there and we got her through a shelter in Germany. She lived with us there. Then she moved with us and the other dog we had at that time uh, to Cambodia in 2007. Then she moved and the other dog, Pepe, who died also. Uh, both of them moved um, overland with us to Vietnam. From there we got a, by flight to Laos. From Laos we got overland to Thailand. There we lived in Bangkok for, the, for three years. And uh, in Laos, paper died. Um, we got a little bit more dogs and then we moved uh, two and a half years ago to Siem Rip. Um, yeah, and Pixie was, actually she was kind of still fine. In the sense of that she was eating, she was um, barely walking, but she had appetite, she was drinking, um, everything was so far okay, but um, she couldn't really walk that well. She had pain when she was walking and also uh, her eyesight wasn't not getting better. Uh, the same we thought with the ears, she, her, she was losing hearing. Um, smelling was still okay as far as I know when we took her a little bit outside. But yeah, especially the walking was getting really, really difficult for her. So we thought, um, why let her suffer? I mean, with her, she had arthritis, so there's no real treatment for a 17-year-old dog. And um, especially not here in Siem Rip, where we barely have vets. Um, so we said it might be a good time to say uh, kind of goodbye to her. Um, she was basically replaced a few months ago already by another dog which is called Kleine, um, small female Khmer dog. And we got her because one of our Khmer neighbors here decided to move and left the dog there. Uh, and I kind of saw it coming and asking him like, what are you doing with your puppy when you move? You take it with you. And then he said, no, no, I take him to the pagoda. Uh, so I told him that's not a good idea that a pagoda is a pagoda and not a dog shelter. Um, and then on the next day I saw him packing everything on a trailer. And I said, hey, the dog is still there. And he says, yeah, whatever. And off he went. So the little puppy was sitting there and um, we took her in. She is still called a foster dog. And actually, if someone who lives in Cambodia or wherever wants to have a very cute little Khmer dog, a beige color, I, I think it's called yellow, with a black nose, she is spayed already. So no children. She is fully vaccinated. Um, house trained so if you want to have a dog we would be happy to give her away um, also because just in emergency then it would open another spot uh, we still have our four dogs um, Yoda which is a small dog from Thailand um, Pipa another dog from Laos Pimi is from Laos and Puna is our tripod she has only three legs and she's also from Thailand so we have kind of an international community here. We still don't have a dog from Myanmar, but that's okay for now. Um, and yeah, so that's one thing. So um, we are looking for a home for our dog Kleine. Kleine is German and means little. 
Um, also, some good news. Uh, we have an organization coming to Cambodia called World Vets. Um, they are doctors from America, I think around Washington, as far as I know. And what they are doing is um, um, they are coming to countries, usually in South America, but they came to Cambodia two years ago, the first time, I think. Um, and they're spaying and neutering for three, day, three days uh, dogs and cats for free. Uh, they also do a little bit of small treatments, but mainly spaying and neutering. Um, and uh, I helped as a volunteer there. I brought also some of my neighbor dogs there so to make sure that as many as possible of my neighbor dogs are get spayed and neutered. Unfortunately, not every owner is uh, agreeing with that. And so they're coming in November again to Cambodia. But last year I told them, are you guys interested in going to Laos? Because when I, I lived in Laos, uh, there was nothing like that. And spaying and neutering was still, um, for many people, just not affordable. So we talked a little bit and then I said I have connections there. I asked some friends in Laos, connected them with the World Vets. It took a year, mainly because the Lao government wasn't as fast as you would like to have, but that's normal. But finally, everything was approved and on November 2nd, the World Vets will be the first time coming to Laos and doing three days of uh, spaying and neutering. And since I promised to be a volunteer, I will take the flight at November 1st going to Vientiane, help them out, and on the Monday after, I'm going back to Siem Reap. And then we have the World Wets here, and I hope to be a volunteer there as well. So, um, that's a little bit about dogs. And also, I, another reason to publish that podcast is because um, I may want to do, no, I will do a small presentation at the Barcamp Phnom Penh about podcasting, and maybe during another event, but that's not yet confirmed, so um, I need to get back a little bit into podcasting because I stopped my own podcasts uh, quite a while ago. So that's for now. Um, greetings from the wonderful Kingdom of Wonder. Uh, bye bye from Siem Reap.